Hi, I'm Avin, and this is the Salvation Engine Podcast, where we bring you the message about God's Word, His grace, and His goodness in a simple and direct way. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So please join me as I continue to share the gospel message about Jesus Christ, and let us hear the Word of God together. That I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. Hello everybody, my name is Avin from Salvation Engine and today we'll be talking about righteousness. The verse that we just read is from the book of Philippians chapter 3 verses 9 written by Paul and it says, And to be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ Jesus. Within this verse, we see that Paul is talking about, number one, his own righteousness, which is from the law, but that he does not want to be found in Christ as having that righteousness, but he wants to be found to be having that righteousness that is based on faith in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for um, the message that we are about to, to hear today. May we hear with our ears and understand with our hearts. May we fully receive it. May it grow and bear fruit in our lives as we receive this message of righteousness. May we understand it as it has been displayed across the scriptures and as it has been given to us freely in the one whom you love, in your son Christ Jesus. Amen. So today we are going to be talking about um, the free gift of righteousness that God has imputed to all believers in Christ Jesus. You might be hearing this for the first time, but if you are a believer in Christ Jesus, God counts you as righteous. So let's define what, what is righteousness. The word righteousness, it means to be in right standing with God. This is the description um, that is believed to be true by theologians and Christians all around the world. And if you go through scripture, you will find that those that took deliberate attempt to be found righteous were really trying to be found in right standing with God, either by keeping the law or by having faith in Christ Jesus, like the verse we just read. And so today, what the important things that we want to really be talking about is what is the importance of understanding our righteousness, you know, and why have we been made righteous? What is righteousness? Why, what is the importance of understanding our righteousness and why has God done this? Why are we the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, according to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verses 17? So if you are like me, you may have experienced or witnessed that the Christian life can be before we come into the full maturity of understanding of what God has done for us through Christ Jesus. It can be like a pendulum, you know, one day you wake up and you believe that God is happy with you. And the next day you wake up and you think God is not pleased with you or satisfied with you. And a lot of this is based on our own um, performance, the things we have done, or if you've done something good today, then you wake up feeling today's a good day. I know based on what 
I have done, God is happy with me. And you wake up another day and maybe you have a slip of the tongue. You have a slip in your emotions. Your child drives you to the wall and you say a word or two that you're not supposed to say. And you think, okay, today I am not in God's good books. How can I approach God? God is definitely not happy with me today. What am, what must I do to get back into um, God's good books? books so now we attempt to again go back into this wheel of performance to find that one thing that we must do so we can go back into um god's good books so this message of righteousness is really a power punch to the devil it's a power punch to the enemy because it brings us into the understanding of our rightful position as sons in the kingdom of god as believers in christ jesus and if there's anybody that does not want you to understand this message it's the devil in fact on the day that you will try to begin to try and understand it i can almost guarantee that as jesus taught he will come and he will be that enemy that picks up the seed from the ground and destroys it before it can take root so sadly there's many church folk in the church good well-meaning believers that do not really have a grasp on this message and then there's some of us that are continuing to press in grow, going from faith to faith as the scripture says and trying to really understand this message of righteousness and have it locked in our hearts walking it as our full identity in christ jesus and so when I began to understand this message, it really set me free. And I'm on a journey right now to attempt to make it as simple as possible for you to understand. I genuinely believe every believer must know this. We must keep hearing it and hearing it and hearing it until that which our spirit already knows comes into our minds and makes us perfectly united with the image of Christ Jesus that is on the inside of us. Okay, so if we are talking about um, why is it important to understand righteousness? Why is it important that we understand righteousness? Firstly, the word righteousness has been used in, in the church to the extent that it might have lost its truest, deepest meaning to our ears. When we hear it, it might even mean something that means I need to do something to please God. But let's look at this. Firstly, when we talk about righteousness, we are talking the position by which we reign in this life. When I talk about reigning in this life, yes, the word reign has a kingly connotation to it. That means rulership and um, taking authority and having reign and um, having um, a command of things. But what I want us to understand is that I'm not talking about the command to, to say, okay, today I am the boss of everybody. I'm the boss of this and that. I, today I'm reigning in life therefore somebody give me you know the power to reign and you know going around and loading it over people that is not the reigning in life that we are talking about here what we are talking about here would firstly be for instance dominion over sin that we looked at over the last couple of weeks so when we reign in life we understand that as kings we have been made kings and priests according to the book of of peter we have to understand that in this reigning in life we have dominion over sin because the grace of god is not a license to sin so it's very important that we have to understand that it's only through righteousness that we we can truly reign in life in fact let's take a look at um a verse from the book of romans chapter 5 and verses 17 and it says 
For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Now we see this verse is telling us a, a good number of things. First of all, it's telling us that by one man's offense, death reigned through the one. And we know according to that same chapter in the book of Romans, that sin came in through um, death came in through sin because one man sinned and it goes on to say much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness if we stop just there we see that the first part of it is to partake to receive to accept to believe to lay out our hands and say father god give me this abundance of grace and this gift of righteousness and thereafter we reign in life through the one man jesus christ so we cannot even try to begin to reign in life no matter what our understanding of reigning in life is you don't get to reign in life until you have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness to areas that the enemy of our soul attacks the most the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness because when you come into the full understanding of the grace of god and the gift of righteousness you become a master over satan you reign in life you have dominion over sin through one man's disobedience adam sin entered the world and with it death but through the one man's obedience jesus christ life entered the world and with with righteousness so that is one of the most important reasons why we must understand the message of righteousness and not just understand our minds but allow that which is in our minds to connect with that which is in our hearts allow that which is in our hearts to become the absolute truth by which we live we walk and we connect with our lord and savior so righteousness like we've just seen in the book of romans chapter 5 verses 17 is a gift for all who believe in jesus christ it is to be received and we know the bible teaches us that we receive by faith by believing okay so the next question then would be um why did god do this why did god give us this righteousness why was it important and why is it important that we be found to be having the righteousness that is by faith through christ jesus like paul just wrote in the book of philippians we just read rather in the book of philippians chapter 3 and verses 9 why is it important that we be found to be having a righteousness that is not of our own that comes from the law but that which is through faith in christ jesus Let's take a look at um, a, a verse from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verses 21. And it says, For God made him who knew no sin to be made sin so we could be the righteousness of God in him. Now when we look at this verse right here, which says that for God made him who knew sin to be made sin, we immediately we can see that there's an issue of sin. But there's also an issue of righteousness. So the one has come in to cancel the other. In part three of Finding Freedom series, we talked about this sin issue that started in the Garden of Eden. The same sin we inherited from Adam and lived 
separated from God. What did Adam do? He, he Through his wife Eve, they ate of the forbidden fruit, sin entered the world, and with sin came death into our world. So we have this issue that began a long time ago in the Garden of Eden through Adam that we have inherited and have been made sinners through Adam's sin. That is in the book of Romans chapter 5. So we, when we come to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verses 21, he, God is saying to us, For God made him who knew no sin to be made sin, so we could be made the righteousness of God in him. In this verse, we find a divine exchange. On the one hand, you have a humanity, a race of people that have become sinful through the sin of Adam. On the one hand, we have Jesus who is pure and holy and sinless. But God takes our sin and this is the epitome of God's grace. He takes our sin and places it on Christ Jesus who knew no sin and takes the righteousness of Jesus and gives it unto sinful man so that sinful man is now no longer sinful man but has been made the righteousness of God in him. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verses 18 goes on to say, And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world back to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. So when we ask that, why did God do this? Why did God give us this righteousness? It was to reconcile man back to himself. God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world back to himself, restoring to humanity through Jesus what we lost in Adam. God had to come down in human form, in taking the form of human flesh and fix that which Adam broke. You know, we're just about to celebrate uh, Christmas. For many believers around the world, we'll be rejoicing about the birth of Jesus Christ. But I would like to encourage you to go into the scriptures. Take, take time and look at what Jesus has really done. Note that we're not celebrating his birth. Yes, without his birth would not be his death. But look at the gift that we have received as a result of his birth, his death, and his resurrection. And just come to him and say, I thank you, Father. Find the truth in the word of God find the things that we do not usually come uh, you know come come into you know it, it, that are not close to us in our minds and in our hearts for example usually we say thank you father God for you care about me thank you Jesus for you love me thank you Jesus for you are my healer and all this is true but there's more to it there is more like we've been recently talking about freedom from sin we've been talking about here righteousness you can say thank you jesus for you have made me the righteousness of god in christ jesus thank you father lord for you have made me free you have given me dominion over sin these are the powerful power packed principles and these are the gifts that god has freely given us in his son that we should be celebrating this season and shouting for joy and jubilation and giving thanks to god for for he has given us things that we were unable to obtain ourselves in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So now we come into, um, we say that, uh, what, what about my efforts? What about my good works? 
What about rule keeping? Where do I put all that? Um, are you saying that now we are not supposed to do um, anything good before the Lord? No, no, no. We must understand that under the law, men did good works and applied their self-effort to please God. But we were never able to perfectly keep the law. The law was merely given to reveal our need for a savior. It brings us to the end of ourselves. But scripture says that Jesus came as the fulfillment of the law. We have already seen how Jesus came to do that which man was unable to do. And one of those things was to save ourselves, to be to become righteous in our own selves, to be able to meet the righteous requirement of the law that we were unable to do. And there is not enough amount of rule keeping, good works, self-effort that we could do to ever, ever obtain a righteousness in ourselves. In fact, the scripture says that if there was a righteousness that could have come through the law, then it would have been given through the law. But the law in itself was not enough to bring us into the place of righteousness. Romans chapter 5 verses 20 to 21 teaches us that the law was brought in so that trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The book of Romans 5, chapter 20 and verses 21 teaches us that the law was brought in so that the trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus' sacrifice put an end to striving. It put an end to self-effort. It put an end to meticulous law-keeping to please God. Because of what Jesus did, every believer in Christ is righteous and is in right standing with God. It is a gift from God. We do not have to go back to the pendulum that I was talking about in the beginning where one day you wake up and God is good and happy with you. The next day you wake up and, you know, God is not so pleased with me today. No, we must stop this um works mentality performance mentality i'm a working hard enough to please god this has been crucified on the cross with christ jesus let's take a look at what the book um what the book of romans chapter 4 and verses 4 teaches us romans 4 and chapter 4 teaches us that to him who works wages are not credited as a gift but an obligation however to him who does not work but trusts God who justifies the ungodly. It is counted unto him as righteousness. We ought to be sharing this good news with the world. It is so important. Let's take a look at what um, Romans chapter 3 and verses 20 says. It says, Therefore by deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. The law brings us into sin consciousness. The law keeps us striving simply because we are not able to keep the law. So we, even the laws we set up for ourselves, if I say, okay, today I am going to maybe um, 
what are the common laws we like to set for ourselves i am going to make sure that like i i could be so determined in my path to do a certain thing for somebody and i may not be able to achieve that thing and when i don't achieve that thing it brings me into a place now of condemnation of saying you said you would do it but you did not do it because i'm striving to do good to earn a right standing with god i will always fall short man always falls short when we're working that work that treadmill of works in fact because of the sin nature in us we end up doing the very things we ought not to do we end up breaking promises because every time we set up a law we there's something in us that is almost like a compass that you want to go one way but you end up going a different way so this makes us very aware of our inefficiencies our failings and we end up striving we end up becoming sin conscious that is what the lord does to us that is why it's important to understand the message of righteousness in the book of romans chapter 4 and verses 2 it says for if abraham was justified by works he has something to boast about but not before god for what does the scripture say Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. See, when God made a promise to Abraham in the book of Genesis that he would be the father of many nations and that his descendants would be as numerous as the stars in the skies, Abraham simply believed God. He simply believed God. He did not go about um, wondering what he needed to do to make the promise come to path. In fact, the book of Romans chapter 4 verses 23 teaches us that this is why it was credited to him as righteousness. And it goes on to say that the words it was credited to him were not written for him alone, but also for us to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him, who raised Jesus from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sin and he was raised to life for our justification. So just like Abraham, righteousness is credited unto us based on our faith in Jesus and not based on works not based on what we do our performance but based on what Jesus has done righteousness is a gift to be received without faith it is impossible we know from the book of Hebrews that it is impossible it is impossible without faith to please God all who come to him must believe that he exists and that he is the rewarder of all those who diligently seek him so for man um Christ's imputed righteousness is really a mark of independence from the law it might be the first time you're hearing it put that way but that that is what I truly believe that Christ's righteousness imputed in us is a mark of independence from the law it's a mark of get out of your self-effort get out of striving and it, it doesn't mean that now because we have christ's righteousness imputed on us that we do everything right we get everything right no it just simply means i am right before god because i have placed my faith in the one who did it all i am clothed in christ's righteousness so we talked about why it's important to understand righteousness and the second reason why it's very very important to understand righteousness is self-righteousness 
next week we'll talk about self-righteousness and what the scripture says about it and although we have um, placed our faith in jesus we are constantly growing in our understanding of what has taken place on the, on the inside of us we are constantly renewing our minds as to how god sees us and our relationship in him and so i just want to pray for us today that the seed that has been sown in our hearts will not be stolen by the enemy will not be ripped out of us that indeed we will receive this gift according to the book of romans chapter 5 and verses 17 and let it become the seed that bears fruit in our lives as we grow in grace in the abundance of grace and in the gift of righteousness becoming partakers of the divine nature with christ jesus and bearing much fruit in this world and reigning in life and having dominion over sin as we continue to follow the Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. Blessings to you all. Bye for now. Until next time, see you on Salvation Engine. Bye. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this message. If you've enjoyed hearing about God's goodness, please make sure to visit our website, www.salvationengine.com, where I share written messages from scripture and other news. In addition, is the Salvation Engine social media pages on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Simply type in Salvation Engine to find us. Have a great week. Until next time, be blessed.